Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Mark Release Comedy Castle Podcast. I'm Joel Fragamani. Let's tell you what's going on this week at the Comedy Castle. It's going to be a big week, and then we'll talk about some other stuff, and then we'll come back to what's happening this week. Or do how do we do? Oh, all right, real quick, the Rudix sibling tour. That's Leah and her brother Andrew is Wednesday night. Now, you might be hearing this on Tuesday. You might be hearing this on Wednesday. You might be hearing this on Thursday, and you're too late. Well, here's the deal. You might be too late anyway, because this this couple of funny siblings have more or less sold out their uh, show on Wednesday night at 730. You can go over to ComedyCastle.com or call the club at 248-542-9900 uh, and, and check for yourself. But as... I sat down to record. I said, let me see if I can pull up some tickets to the Rudix little show that they got for one night on Wednesday, and you can't even get a ticket. So real popular stuff. I, I don't know that much about them other than uh, Leah does viral videos, which are extremely popular. And I was watching some of her stand up, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, uh, so if you got your tickets, hey, congratulations, you're going. If not, maybe you're shut up. But again, look for that. But. You're not out of luck this week at the Comedy Castle because John Rudnitsky is our headliner this weekend. And I talked to him. You're going to hear that interview in just a little bit. I really liked it. I'll tell you why I really liked the interview with him in a couple of minutes. Okay. All right. Sound good? Good. A lot going on at the Comedy Castle. We just had another jam-packed weekend with Jeff Dye. Thanks for... Braving the weather to come out and see uh, Jeff die. For those of you that came out on Friday and even on Saturday, people with with uh, you know power out and stuff. When we talked to some people, they were come. They came anyway and sold the joint out on Saturday night. So thank you so much uh, if you guys came out this weekend and checked out Jeff die. It was a great show. And uh, new comedy classes kicked off as well this week. Uh, with Bill Bouchard doing the uh, beginner class comedy 101, and I started my advanced comedy class. Now here's the thing: if you think like, "Oh, I, I missed out on these," I'll take a new student or two for the advanced comedy class. You could sign up by calling two four eight five four two ninety nine hundred, and if you missed the beginner class, also call that number. Check out and see if Bill has some space. Maybe you can sneak in. Not sure how he does it. I'll let you start week two. I won't let you start week three, but I'll let you start week two. All right. <laughs> we do do a six week class and there's lots of class left. In fact, I've got some students who have already signed up who are starting week two. So you won't be alone either. So if you're thinking about the advanced comedy class with me and you're thinking, oh, I missed it. And I really, to be honest with you, I don't even know when the next one's going to be after this one ends in April. So get on that. Uh, and uh, yeah, again, uh, check that out. Uh, call the club, 248-542-9900. Find out more about classes because they will be starting up again. Bill Bouchard probably in early April. Myself, the advanced comedy class, don't know. I feel like I'm having more success with the advanced comedy class, making it a little, uh, a little more rare, a little more scarce, perhaps. I don't know. But great students, too. I got to say, I got this group is so great. I, I believe me, you're going to hear a lot about this current batch of advanced comedy class students that i have because they're good real good i have to and this is after one week and some of them i know some of them i know they do our open mic they do whatever but i'm telling you 
this group, something else. All right, well, let's tell you about John Rudnitsky's shows coming up, okay? John uh, is appearing uh, the five shows, as as most headliners do, 7.30 on Thursday, 7.15 and 9.45 on Friday, 7 p.m., 9.30 on Saturday. Go over to ComedyCastle.com and get those tickets. Uh, I'm, I don't know if the Saturday show still have tickets left. Those have been selling out so quick. I talk about it every week on here. If you want to go on Saturday, by the time you hear this podcast, you should have bought your tickets already. And, of course, we'll have tickets for you on Thursday and Friday. But um, get those tickets now if you can. Um because I think you're going to want to see this. You know, here's the thing about John Rudnitsky, because, you know, I, I get the list of who's coming. Some of these guys I've heard of. Some of them I don't know his name. I, I don't know if I was real familiar with it. Um, he did do a season on SNL in 2015. He's been in a bunch of movies and not just as like a, an extra uh, home again with Reese, Reese Witherspoon. He was. Uh, uh, I think the co-star, I think he was the second, uh, third billing. I'm looking on that. Yes. Right up there. A 2017 romantic comedy home again. Didn't see home again, but John's in it. And he's was in, uh, the miniseries catch 22 with George Clooney and a couple episodes of curb your enthusiasm as well. And uh, John, you know, well, here's the vibe I get. I got this a little bit from uh, the interview with John and also uh, some other things in my research. Uh, here's the thing. You're going to get uh, sketches, characters. It's going to be a little different than stand-up. His stand-up's great. I watched a bunch of his stand-up clips on YouTube. But then when he was uh, describing, you'll hear some of this in the interview, and I think some of it was was off the air. He was telling me uh, some of the stuff that he's going to be doing this weekend. And it sounds real original. It sounds super fun. A young guy. He's, what is he, 33 years old, according to Wikipedia? Maybe people shave their age. But he's a young, young handsome guy. A lot of handsome guys at the club lately. Jeff Dye, now John Rudnitsky. Come on. Comedy used to be for ugly guys like me. <laughs> Not bad. But um, John's great. I, I really love this interview with John, too. Let's, let's hit a few points before we play that for you here. Um, well, you know, being... A <laughs> I mean, we talked all about the SNL stuff. He has a, uh, we'll hear about his background. And I say at one point, I say, uh, uh, I'm not going to be at your Thursday show, which I, I may normally be at, you know, work in the door, seating people, that whole thing, because I got to do something else. And I sort of uh, tell him what I'm doing and I ask his forgiveness. So you might find that interesting. <laughs> so uh, he's from New Jersey. There's a little clue. Before you hear the interview, I'm not going to ruin it for you. And then uh, we talk about his SNL uh, audition. You'll hear. I thought that was interesting the way he describes how that went down. And uh, I also we try to get to the bottom of what is Detroit. You come to the Comedy Castle. Who are you speaking to? Are you speaking to Detroit? You speaking to Royal Oak? You'll hear my opinion. That's on the show. And then I also talk about a a little bit of a, a thing that I'm. Uh, uh, sort of coming up, I'm going potentially, potentially, I say potentially because I don't know, but I'm potentially interviewing a legendary comedian of my youth on this show, and I'm nervous about it, and I asked his opinion. 
Now, John is quite a bit younger than me. <laughs> I'm not sure I got great advice from John, but it was fun. I, I, I really enjoyed You know, well, I always, I've said this before on the show, uh, maybe in the interview or in these uh, sort of wraparounds. I could talk to this person all day. I'm pretty sure I could talk to John all day. And uh, unfortunately, it's only 20 some minutes, but you get to listen. It's super fun. Please come see a show. It's going to be a really great show. I know that with some of the technical things that he's bringing and all it's it's going to be original. It's going to be great. We have uh, some acts that break through and they start at the Comedy Castle and yeah, they do okay. You know, they sell a few tickets and then they they tell all people go. They tell all their friends they come back next time. Tickets are harder to get. Next thing you know, they're selling out every show. Next thing you know, they're selling out the Fox Theater like Nate Bargatze. That's a guy. Congratulations to Nate. Sold out the Fox, put on a second show at the Fox on sale. Good for you. But uh, we got Nate. and We don't have Nate. <laughs> We've got John. John Rudnitsky. You're going to love John. Listen to this, guys. You'll love it. Well, it's good yeah. to it's good to meet you this way. I mean, I'll see you this weekend, but uh, yes, great. I'm looking forward to it because I believe. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Is this your first trip to Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle? It sure is. Oh. It sure is. Yes. Well, you're going to have a great time. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. It's my first time in Detroit. So. <laughs> well, here's the thing you should know. And you can it's play. Not, it's well, not technically Detroit. <laughs> exactly. That's where I was going, because I see headliners sort of struggle with this. If you walk on stage and say, hey, what's up, Detroit? Everyone go, hey, what's up? If you also come up and go, hey, we're in Royal Oak. I really know it's not Detroit. Everyone's going to go, yeah, you're right. We're really not in Detroit. So you can't you almost can't go wrong. Oh, OK, good. Like good, we good. we believe like suburbanites such as myself. We believe we live in Detroit. Sure. Because Detroit is a region, not right. necessarily like the city. Now, the people that right. live in the city, they get all like, you're not a Detroiter. You don't live south of eight mile. And we're like, well, yeah, but my car has its hubcaps. You know what I mean? We try yeah, yeah. to, you yeah. know, <laughs> we can sure, justify sure. it. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> so, so any way you want to play it when you walk out, feel free. Don't feel oh, bad good. if you go. Oh, good I to know. I'm you. sure I'll just inquire. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. To, to everybody, mm-hmm. and that'll there'll be a lot of material just from that alone. Just trying to figure out. Oh, please who do. Thinks it's Detroit. Who doesn't? And what? Where well, am I? And, in Royal Oak, and all that. you know, the yeah. city that the club is in, Royal Oak, even amongst the Detroit uh, metro area, is like pretty unique. Because it's got a really like thriving downtown and you can like walk everywhere and there's parks and all kinds of restaurants, which is like not the way the rest of Detroit is. So, um, right, right, right. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, although I hear, I hear downtown's gotten, gotten good. Um, like kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, downtown has changed a lot in the last decade, but you know, two dudes got shot the other night there you know so i mean i guess that's any downtown but um yeah, yeah if you want to well, go downtown we can you can gamble down there there's stuff to do downtown <laughs> Detroit. To do. well all the all, uh, all the sports teams are down there all that stuff sure 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 okay yeah. okay good to know so i give you a little advice on the city but you know yeah get, yeah yeah if you get if, if it's after a show and you feel like you know hopping in an uber and going down to greek town and hanging out you'll probably enjoy yourself a little bit i don't know 
Yeah. Okay. Sure. What you want your Good to know. All right. Well, good, man. Fantastic. Well, it's, it's good to have you. Now, here's the thing. I do research on the comedians that come on this show. And okay. If yeah, you type great. in your name yeah. uh, into Wikipedia, uh, I want to press John Rudnitsky. Yes. Did I get that right? Okay. You sure did. And and a lot of people uh, fuck it up. But it says <laughs> my last name is Fragameni. So good luck with that to you or anyone else who cares. I'm used to it. That's, that's easier than Rudnitsky for sure. Rudnitsky. Hey, whatever. But, you yeah. know. Google says actor John Rudnitsky, and I go, okay, actor. Oh, he's done plenty of acting, but he's clearly a comic. Where? How do you define yourself? Where do you fall on that whole? Thing? I think I do both. You yeah. know, I, I I love both equally, and I feel very lucky whenever I get to do both. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with acting, you know, it's it's a lot of waiting. Acting is a waiting Mm -hmm. game and you have an agent who calls you and Mm -hmm. maybe you get an audition for a thing and hopefully you get it, you know, one out of every hundred of those and opportunities get better and better, hopefully, as you move through your career, which they have, fortunately for me. But um, nonetheless, it it ebbs and flows and stand up is the thing that I feel I can do the most consistently and I have the most control over. You know, I, I act in a movie and then. Maybe a year later, suddenly I see what I did. Comedy mm-hmm. is this really instant gratification yeah. where I write something, I perform it, I get a reaction from the crowd that night, mm-hmm. and it's something I feel I can do on a daily basis that um, gives me a creative fulfillment and allows me to travel around and see uh, see places I wouldn't normally go, right. entertain the good people of Royal Oak. <laughs> we need some entertaining. Trust us. Um, yeah. Trust me. Perfect. Good. Um, now, was your good, background good. Uh, just reading this? Was it mostly improv that you were doing or were you doing like open my comedy? Did one lead to the other? I've always been doing it all. I, mean, I did yeah. open mics. I grew up in Jersey and I would okay. do open mics at the comic strip in high school. My mom would drive me in to take classes at UCB and to, you know, do stand up uh, shows. So, I just always loved it, always wanted to do it, and also grew up doing, like, you know, the school musical, so I was yeah. also doing the acting thing. Right. Um, not professionally. I wasn't a child actor in the sense of going out for commercials and going mm-hmm. out for TV shows as a kid, but just in school, that was my focus, knowing that I wanted to pursue it when I got older, and that never changed. Yeah. And you, I just knew at a young age that that's what I wanted to do. Well, you're doing it now. I'm looking here. I mean, Saturday Night Live. I mean, what a what a feather in the cap to say you were on SNL. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, I know. It's a huge. Oh. Uh, it was a huge moment for me. That was like, you know, a big deal. Mm-hmm. I I was 25. I had it was my dream my whole life, and when it happened, I was just shocked. I <laughs> I, lo- I really lost my mind at that point. I was. Not that, you know, not that many years into right. into doing the road. And um, I had did an audition for JFL where I mm-hmm. did this dirty dancing thing, which I'll, I'll do at the club. Okay. But it's basically a bit that changed my life. And basically SNL saw that. They asked me to audition. And then I ended up on the show and I ended up doing that bit on Weekend Update. Oh, OK. Which was a highlight uh, for me for the season. Um, but I was... I was, I was shocked. I was in a, I was in a parking lot at a 
Dino in Minnesota about to be an opening act for a bunch <laughs> of elderly people who have lost all their money. I've and done those gigs, I, yeah. Yeah, and I got a call from Lauren Michaels, and Ugh. I mean, it was just really, Crazy. really surreal. Yeah. Now, what did now? It sounds like they went after you a little bit, but is that what did you audition with? Because I've heard these stories about you know I had to do an impression and I had to do characters. Uh, did they ask you to do those kind of things? Um, they, they, um, they did ask me. Yes, you do characters and impressions. I did. Um, a former DJ working at Chipotle. I did uh, John Mayer having a stroke. I did <laughs> Colonel Bernie Sanders, I think. Ryan Gosling selling a flip phone and the dirty dancing thing I did. And then I did a, a recap, a best of my audition at the end of my audition, okay. where I did a slow motion version of Man. my audition to Sarah McLaughlin's I Will Remember You. Oh. And it was... Uh, and then I walked off stage in, in slow motion, and <laughs> and that was that was my audition. I'd, yeah, I'd hire you based on the premises alone. I did, well, that's what they did. They hired me based on my audition. But Ugh. the thing about the gig is, you know, you um, you kind of have to re audition for your job every week. Yeah. And I came in at twenty five with nothing more than what I auditioned mm. with. Uh, I'm not like a huge impressions guy. I'm not a huge character guy. And so I was really in over my head and you're, you're kind of, it's kind of a sink or swim. So I did one season, that was it. But fortunately um, I got hired for a movie with Reese Witherspoon mm. after that in a, you know, a really good leading role. And I kept working, yeah. I kept working and it's led to, to great things. And I, and I, thanks to SNL, you know, thanks, thanks to that credit, I've been able to not go back to, uh, dancing at bar mitzvahs or driving for Uber. <laughs> well, hey man, you got to do what you got to do, man. I, I, uh, I, I have a Detroit job. I drove a, I drove a truck for three hundred oh. miles today. Oh my god, really? Now it's it's today. not like I don't deliver. Today? Yeah, today. Now I don't deliver things in a truck like that. I'm test driving a vehicle. Okay, so yeah. what, what, what do you mean by that? Can you elaborate on Well, there, you know, there's secrecy in the automotive industry. But okay. essentially, you know, all the auto companies have headquarters here. They hire a company to test these vehicles. And they yeah. pay schmucks like me who got nothing to do in the afternoon, or the, actually the morning, we do start at 5 a.m., to just drive these things all over Michigan. For 300 just to test miles. them out. Just to test them out. And you fill out some paperwork and say if you found something wrong with it. So, you know, you're driving cars that maybe don't even come out for two years. You might be testing a new engine in a certain vehicle and whatever, or some new safety system. And all these cars that are working pretty well, or do you get some oh, no. scary I mean, I, I, I drove a car once that had no airbags. Um, like no, like it had no safety systems whatsoever besides the brakes. And the engineer said, do not take this vehicle on the highway under any circumstance. It is not safe for highway travel. And, you know, it's those cars, some of them with, uh, you see that are all, uh, what do you call them? Camouflaged. Yeah. Where they don't want yeah. people to know what they are. Gotcha. So I'm doing gotcha. that, man. I'm doing that. I'm talking Why to you. Out? I'm I'm oh, doing wow, what I can. That's crazy. So that's what you did today. So I mean, when today. I'm talking to this, when I'm talking to a crowd in Royal yeah. Oak, mm -hmm. I mean, what percentage of the crowd is in the auto industry? Oh, tons, tons. It's still the the largest uh, employer 
And it's lots yeah. of stuff. It's not even just the big auto companies. You have the suppliers. You know, some guy may work. His company may make luggage racks. Some other guy may make seat belts, and then they sell them to the the big auto companies and stuff like that. So there's tons of those kind of kind of companies that that uh, are headquartered here as well. So in military contractors, we build tanks in Detroit, stuff like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. 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 Okay. Okay. Because when I talk to a crowd in New York, you know, they're all in finance. They're all a consultant. They're an analyst. And that's not necessarily the the crowd in in Detroit, would you say? Or it's a mix? It's a mix. You know, we've got, you know, we've got doctors, lawyers and finance people, but... You know, Detroit is blue collar. It's salt of the earth. And, you know, yeah. the Comedy Castle is a real good mix of people. It's it's, you know, yeah. it's affordable to go there, which I think is why we've been so successful. And we get, you know, ladies having their 40th birthday. We get a bunch <laughs> sure. of dudes on They're a bachelor party. And, and we yeah. just, everybody has fun. And, you know, yeah. there's no uh, it's it's not a highfalutin crowd. You can do the. You can do smart material. You can do dick jokes. They they laugh at anything. It's it's great. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I, I think I've I've got a fair mix. Although it's probably more dick than it is anything. Else. <laughs> it is what it is, man. So, um, you, uh, oh, Jersey. I was going to ask you about Jersey. Yeah, yeah. So, because so, here's the thing, I you know I told you I work at the club. I'm usually working the door. Yeah. I also do some of the tech stuff and and uh, some of the backstage stuff. I'm not going to see you on Thursday, but I have a good reason, and I hope you're, you'll forgive me being a good Jersey boy, okay? Okay, okay, of course. Yeah, uh, on. I'm going to you're see Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Yes, thank you. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, hope you were, I hope you forgive me. I forgive you. I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm proud of you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's going to be incredible. Incredible. Yeah. I'm yeah. jealous. Maybe I'll skip the show. Well, <laughs> I'm actually driving. Speaking of driving, I'm driving down to Columbus, Ohio that night to see Bruce. So. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I so got a couple hundred miles. Detroit. It's that that shows in about three weeks. But, you know, I like to go to a couple of them on the tour. Right? That's how I roll. So, gotcha. oh, you're a big, big. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I've seen Bruce in New York City a couple times. Went to the Broadway show out there. Uh, oh, Gillette well, Stadium, um, Wrigley Field. I've been all over to see Bruce, so I'm, I'm a big fan. That was my uh, actually Billy Joel was my first concert. Okay. I was a kid, yeah. but then Bruce. Bruce mm-hmm. was my second, and then uh, when I was uh, on SNL, Bruce was the musical guest for the Christmas episode. Oh, I remember that. And yeah, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler hosted, yeah. and the cast got to go up sta- uh, up on stage with him for uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Yeah. And so I was on stage with Bruce while he's playing that, and Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney was on stage too. I have a photo with both of them on stage oh in between God. McCartney and Bruce. Yeah. I mean, the two can't think of two bigger legends. I know, than that. And, and he's Paul's my other guy. Paul's the other guy I go see every time well, he's in town. Well, you got it. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, that'll be a good show. I forgive you for that. But you'll come to. <laughs> You'll come to Friday or Saturday. I will see you on Friday night. I'll be there for all the shows on Friday and Saturday. So. Oh, great. But great, I great. just thought, because, hey, you know, I, I I just took a shot and go, this guy's from Jersey. He's a young guy. He seems kind of happening. He'll like Bruce. You know, I guess I could always say to somebody from Jersey, how about Bruce? And be like, oh, right? Or it does not you're happen. Not gonna get, no? I don't know who you're going to get that's going to say they don't like Bruce. And Interesting. They do. If they do, you got to hang up on them. I think. <laughs> okay, that's, that's unacceptable. Yeah, well, we we've got we've got a couple guys, but I don't think anything's like Bob Seeger's from Detroit. Okay, you know, 
Kid oh, Rock man. is from Detroit, but I don't think that's as universal as Bruce in Jersey. They just they go they're so tied together. Totally. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And there's there's something about about him and, and Billy Joel for New York. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I was raised on, on Billy Joel as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the legendary guys. Bon Jovi, you know. Okay. I, I didn't grow. I mean, I'm not as much of a Bon Jovi, but that's like such a Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Sure. But Bob Seger's a damn good one to have. Yeah. Well, the, the last time Bruce played in Detroit, Bob Seger jumped on stage and did a couple of numbers with them. So that was. Wow. Yeah. It was wow. cool to see. That, that was cool to see. Wild. Yeah, it was cool to see. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm excited to get out there. Yeah, I'm excited. Maybe Bob Seger will come on stage with <laughs> Mark Ridley's Comedy <laughs> Castle. That'd be great. I don't, you know, Bob, we have pictures of Mark Ridley and Bob together as you walk into the club. So really? Bob's been there. Yeah. I don't want to, I, I don't want to, I don't know. I've never personally seen Bob in the club, but I can't remember. He's been there in the past. So you well, never the, know. The club, the club has been around forever, right? And yeah. it's got, it's, Mark has an incredible reputation. This is the club because I, I was sitting around at the comedy show the other day asking comics about mm-hmm. it. I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's, uh, uh, started in 1979. There's been a few right. different locations. Um, yeah. but the current, current location seats almost 400 and yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, we get so many big names and guys, you know, on the way up, you know, there's guys, you know, when you talk about comedy seller, you know, some of those guys, we would have them, you know, Sam Morell, I remember coming in there. Uh, I think he was filling in for somebody the agent sent him and this was, you know, five, six years ago. And now yeah. he's just blown up everywhere. You know, he's one of the biggest comics in the country now. And he used to come every year to our place and, uh, you know, just tons of guys like that recently. David Tell still comes every year. Does he? He's, yeah. I mean, that, that's, he's the goat, as they mm-hmm. say. He's hes the greatest of all time, yeah. David Tell. Yeah, we love Whenever he's on stage and I'm at the cellar, I go downstairs to watch yeah. him. Yeah, you got to. It's a master class. Yeah, he's he really, really is. He's hes terrific. and uh, There's nobody better. Was there, really nobody. was there one guy who influenced you? Like, was there, because I know for me, like, getting started, I had the guy that I want, or like that I sort of was writing in his voice. Like for me, it was a guy named Robert Schimmel. I don't know if you remember Robert. He's been dead for a few years, but there's a guy named no, Robert no. Schimmel, but oh no, I'll have to look him up. Yeah, But who was, who was your guy? Did you have a guy like that? Did you have a guy that was sort of like, you saw him and said, I got to do that. I think that Samler was always a guy. Okay. From yeah. Farley mm-hmm. and Will Ferrell. Um, Steve Martin, Martin Short. Oh, was yeah, absolutely. Martin. Still, uh, still great. Yeah, Martin Short is incredible. He's still like, I, I still don't think there's anybody funnier. Yeah. Um, Conan. Of course. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there's, there's a little Rob Williams. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's a, there's a long list of, of guys sure. that really influenced me. Um, definitely. Yeah. yeah, growing up, the old SNLs and and uh, Billy Madison and movies like that okay. that were like really defining as a kid. Mm-hmm. That I was like, I have to do that. I, I really yeah. want to do that. And watching Chris Rock's old stand up. Yeah, that new one. Yeah. Uh, everyone's. I haven't seen it, but people are still talking about the thing he did this yeah. past Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Uh, it was really. I gotta great. watch it. I haven't, but I need to. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. All right, we're going to let you go on this. We're talking about comedy legends, and I have an interview that I think I'm going to be doing. I don't know officially, but I thought Uh this might be fun. I'm talking to you. 
Uh, yeah. Do you have any questions, any comments, or any uh, sort of direction that you think I could go while I'm interviewing Yakov Smirnov? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Any, anything you because th- look, I know what I could obviously do for Yakov Smirnov, but I feel like what? What is that? What do you, you think? Know, oh, in. Uh, in Soviet Russia, podcast listens to you. You know, I could do stuff like that, but I, I want to sort. I don't know. I feel like he because I've read all these books about like the Comedy Store in the seventies, and like Yakov was one of those guys, and he lived in Mitzi Shore's house. But I feel like that's kind of nerdy. I just don't. I'm no, actually nervous to talk to him. But about that's that. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. That's what you want to dig into? Yeah. I mean, of course. I think you ask all the stuff you always wanted to ask. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know why I'm so I, I, nervous. I always think, I always think, you know, I, I listen to Howard. I was listening to Howard right before. Okay, yeah. You called, and Howard Stewart, I think, is one of the greatest interviews Absol- of all time. I agree. Because I think he's always asking stuff as though you were him. Mm. You know, yeah. he's asking exactly what you would want to ask. Yeah. You know, and it's not like right down the middle interview questions. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? How much cocaine was, was going on <laughs> at that story, the comedy yeah, story? Right. You know, you know, yeah. how many. Like that kind of stuff where you're just like, you really want to know, like, what the hell was happening back then? (laughs) Well, you um, learn stuff when you listen to Howard. I think that's maybe uh, that's probably a lesson to take. Right. You learn stuff. You really do. Um, And he and he's like a real dude, you know, is it's like a real dude asking questions that you would ask if you had the mm. opportunity. Um, so he, and he gets, he gets the best out of people, but that's really cool that you're interviewing. Uh, yeah. Well, he's coming to the club and we try, you know, we try to, you know, we go through the channels and see if they want to do it. And I'm like, he's not going to blow me. <laughs> like, Yakov Smirnoff, like if I get blown off by Yakov Smirnoff, as much as of a legend, and I really, I'm not making light of him. I actually totally respect his career and was such yeah, a fan yeah, yeah. as a kid, but I also think he should probably talk to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you, 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 uh, you should absolutely, you should absolutely All right. be talking. All right, man. Well, thanks, man. Well, I mean, look, I'm, I, uh, I'll, I'll take that advice. I, I feel a little more confident now about interviewing Yaka. Well, I've, I've enjoyed this interview. Well, good. I've, I've enjoyed talking to you. I just, I don't know. I don't know enough about Branson, Missouri, maybe yet to talk to Yakov. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, I'm really excited to get out there yeah. and uh, we'll have a great time. Um, I put on a put on a real show. It's 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 a full thing. It's a yes. full performance, and I'll get to know the people of Royal Oak. And uh, by by the time I get out of there, I'll know if it's Detroit or not. I think, <laughs> I think I'll, you know, I still I'll don't have a full education <laughs> on the area. I don't know myself, but you like I said, you call it what you want. They're gonna love it, and uh, I'm so excited, John. Thanks for doing this, man. It was a lot of fun. Of course. Thanks. Thanks for chatting with me. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'll see you this weekend. I'll After see you Bruce. Friday and enjoy Bruce. I will. And you guys go Thursday. Catch out. Catch John. What a week, catch me on Thursday. What a weekend of shows you got. Yeah, it's going to be fun, between, man. I'm between excited. me and Bruce, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's it's a double header. <laughs> right. Well, if I All run right. into Bruce, I'll say, remember when you were on SNL back about six years ago? <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely drop my and, name. And no, John no, Rudnitsky, no. Yeah. He'll definitely remember me. Yeah, he was, say, should have never fired him. <laughs> the funniest guy on SNL. Remember him? He was standing up there. With <laughs> he calls me the boss. You just bring, <laughs> yeah. up, bring up my name to him. Yeah. Sounds good, John. Thanks so much, All right. buddy. All right. Well, I, I, I hope I'm forgiven. I hope that seeing Bruce Springsteen live enough of a reason 
for me to not be there on Thursday, but most of you people aren't maniacs. You're not driving down to Columbus to see Bruce like I am. But you you go to Bruce when he's at Little Caesars Arena at the end of the month. That's when you go. This uh, Thursday, you go to Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle, see John Rodnitsky, see his dirty dancing bit, which sounds fantastic, which, which got him SNL. I mean, come on. If you're an SNL guy, how could you not want to see this in person? So he did it on the show. I don't remember. I'm not a big, I don't watch SNL every week. I watch it sometimes, but I don't watch it every week. But he's going to do some of the stuff that actually got him on SNL. That's really exciting. And then, you know, I'm nervous. Not going to lie. I'm nervous about Yakov. I don't know. <laughs> I'm billboarding like Yakov is coming on the show, and I don't even know. You know, you, you want to do these interviews, you got to set them up ahead of time. You get uh, you go through some agents, some managers, some personal assistants. Sometimes you got to call in other people to help you get the interview. It's a whole thing. So let's hope I talk to Yakov Smirnov and let's hope I get some good advice as to what to ask him, because I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm nervous. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's not that I haven't interviewed big names or you not that I haven't, you know, uh, driven John Lovitz around or had dinner with Norm Macdonald or something because I've done all those things. But I, for some reason, things that were on TV when I was a child, when I would sit in front of a 19 inch color TV on shag carpeting, those people uh, that I've fortunately been able to meet and work with, uh, you know, that always uh, makes me more nervous than anything. So, you know, Jimmy Walker, Cheech and Chong, Louis Anderson, these kind of people, uh, you know, Bobcat Goldthwait, Gilbert Gottfried, I'm always make me more nervous than sort of the stars of today. Not that Yakov's not a star of today, but, uh, you know, when I when I think of those guys, those are the real legends. Before I knew what show business was, I knew there was a funny person on TV and I wanted to be that. So maybe we'll maybe we'll get Yakov. I don't know. All right. I should wrap it up. I'm just babbling on now. And really, this is all about John Rudnitsky this weekend. Thanks again to John uh, for, for sitting down and and, uh, and taking that phone call and talking to me. I think you guys are going to dig him. I really enjoyed talking to him. And and I'm sure I'll enjoy listening to a show this weekend. Let's be out there. All right, guys, ComedyCastle.com for all your tickets. Uh, uh, thanks, of course, always to Mark Ridley. And thanks to John, our great staff over there, and all of you for coming out, supporting us, supporting uh, this show as well. Uh, thanks. We'll see you this weekend, hopefully. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.